What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hindsightless, the sporadic podcast where I talk about food, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around the side of my head. But mostly food, because if you don't eat food, you, you die. I don't think there's a better way to bring in my 500th episode, 500th episode, than to start recording it shortly after the end of my birthday. It's it's just a little past midnight on February the 6th, 2024. And, man, I just... I, I, I feel lucky. I have awesome friends. You know, I, it, for me, it's all about quality over quantity. I have... I don't have a ton of friends in my local area anymore but the ones I do are amazing so I went out with my buddy and his girlfriend who is also my buddy we had a rad time we went out to eat at one of my favorite Italian restaurants and it was uh, what I got was delicious I got the elk bolognese with handmade pappadelli so good we split a couple desserts. I had a bunch of glasses of Chianti. I was partying, man. And they were too. And then we went to a bar, the bar right by my house. And when we got there, there was nobody there. There was very, well, the, it's a very big place, right? It's a very big place. So you can find a spot where there's nobody there. But by the end... By the end, there was a ton of people there, and karaoke was in full effect, and people were partying. Like, it was all full of 20-something-year-olds, and it was great. It was fantastic. And my friend, (laughs) my buddy's girlfriend was like, hey, that one right there you'd probably be into. I was like, really, why do you think that? So, I mean, you guys all know I can't see for shit, right? So it's not like when I go to a bar, I can, I things I'll never be able to do is make eye contact from across a busy room. I can never do that. I can never walk up to somebody and say, hey, I've seen you checking me out. I've been checking you out. I can never play catch with my kid. There, there are lots of things I can't do because of my vision. But who gives a shit, right? We all have our fucking problems. Who cares? I don't. Um, but so she was like, you'd probably be into that one. Glasses. A fun attitude. A fun dress. And I was like, yes, that that. The way she described us again, like, yeah, that sounds right up my alley. And then she's like, well, she's probably also like 23. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so maybe not. <laughs> maybe not, man. But it was a super fun night, man. It was, yeah. You know, I turned 46. So the first half of my 40s, kind of sucked for the most part on average there were some good things that happened from the time i was 40 to when i was 45 uh there were definitely some a few good things that happened but for the overall average i would say it was a negative time in my life so i'm hoping 
that 46 to 50 will be way cooler than that. And that rad shit will happen. And I feel like so far this year has been dope, dude. January, February have been awesome so far. And for that, I'm eternally grateful, man. I got good friends, um, both in person and afar. Today I got a, a, a ton of happy birthday greetings on my phone, on Discord, on Facebook, all over the place. From people from all over the world. I had several different people in different areas of the world sing me happy birthday. That's amazing, right? How many people can say that? On your birthday, people in different parts of the world, not coordinated, sing you happy birthday, man. That's pretty fucking dope, I think. I I don't know. Maybe you guys think that's stupid. And it's probably, who knows? Maybe it is. But anyway, man. It's been a fantastic birthday. I've been partying hard for the past like two weeks. Um, you all know that from my last ramble drunk episode. But this episode, I'm not. I The beginning is drunk. I'm drunk right now. But the rest of this episode will come out at a later date than when I'm recording it. But it will not be like this, dude. I'm going to have messages. I got a, a ton of awesome messages about food and about gaming stuff and about whatever the hell else. I'm just blessed, man. I I feel good about it. And I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get into what I was just thinking about. Anyway, everybody out there, I love you for listening. Let's get into some serious shit, right? I'm going to sober up next time you hear me. I'll be far more sober, I promise. Anyway, let's get into some phone calls. Hey, Joe. Glad you love February. Glad you're having a cool time with your friends and able to celebrate celebrate everybody's birthday. That's very cool. And I'm looking forward to playing Wrath of the Righteous here soon with you and the rest of the group. So good stuff. Carry on, and I'll talk to you soon. Well, thanks, dude. I, I really... <laughs> really have been enjoying my February so far, as you can tell from the beginning of this episode, <laughs> though I did tell you that the next time you heard from me, I would be much more sober because I am dead sober. Uh, yeah, so that was after my birthday party, which was the 5th. As I record this, it's now February 7th of 2024 or 1996. Take your pick. Um and then on the 9th, this coming Friday, again, at time of recording, that's when we're having our big group birthday party. So there's one more party to go, and then there's the optional party of Super Bowl, which is the following Sunday, the 11th. So yeah, man, <laughs> not quite done yet, but I've had a couple days off. Well, I will have a couple days off by the time the next party happens, so I'll be ready to go man i'll be ready to go ready for some more wrath of the righteous for sure and we will talk more about wrath of the righteous uh towards the end of the episode but before we get into that we got a call from our buddy anthony so thank you for that call jason and anthony the floor is yours 
Hey Joe, it's Anthony calling from the road, possibly with the shortest message ever. Two parts to this message. Part number one, happy birthday. Part number two, I do not and will not defend Boromir. Have a nice day. Short, concise, correct. (laughs) Awesome, man. Thank you for the birthday wishes. I really appreciate it, Anthony. Like I was saying earlier at the start of this episode, it's so cool to get birthday wishes from people all over the freaking world, right? Like growing up, I got birthday wishes from the people that lived in my neighborhood, you know, my family. Maybe I, I had family in other states, but that was it. You know, now, friggin' worldwide, baby, it's awesome. (laughs) Birthday wishes from the UK, New Zealand, Korea, Canada, all a couple, several different states here in the Americas. Uh, Yeah, it's 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 just friggin' wild, man. It's absolutely wild. Uh, But I really appreciate it, dude. And yeah. Boromir is indefensible. <laughs> no, I, I, I like, I like giving Boromir a hard time because people seem to really love Boromir. And I, I, as much as I rail on him, I don't hate Boromir. I just think he's kind of a boring character and I don't like that type of, I don't like that type of character, but I don't hate Boromir. It's just fun to get people riled up. So thank you. Thank you for playing along, man. All right, let's let's get back into some food. You want to do some food talk? I want to do some food talk. Let's talk about some sandwiches. Hey, Joe. Pretty soon you're going to have to say that your podcast is a sporadic food podcast that sometimes talks about RPGs. To set the record straight, because that's what nerds do, right? The Earl of Sandwich is where we get the name sandwich, but we have records going back to, like, the first century where Hillel the Elder put uh, some lamb in between two pieces of matzah. So we technically have a sandwich all the way back in the first century, but we didn't have the, the word sandwich until, until the Earl came along to give that to us. Also, I could understand why people poo-poo open-faced sandwiches, but if you've got blood sugar issues or diabetes, having essentially half the carbs is uh is going to be a better bet so you know i eat a lot of open-faced sandwiches i don't have um, diabetes or anything like that but there is some level of health um, health impact on getting rid of that second piece of bread even though it's not quite the same and i can easily admit that and here's another tangentially related food thing My girls wanted to try hot dogs on their pizza yesterday. So we gave that a try, and it actually wasn't that bad. But I'll I'll stick with sausage instead. Nice, dude, Merck. So I feel like if you cut the hot dogs thin enough, not too thin, you know, not as thin as like a pepperoni, but, you know, decently thin, and then put them under the broiler when you're cooking the pizza and if they got crisp up it'd kind of be like fried bologna and fried bologna is amazing a fried bologna sandwich is amazing um but so that was the first thing second thing yes 100% dude there are 
there's nothing wrong with cutting carbs out of your diet. You know, most people, including myself, lots of people, I eat too many carbs. Uh, so you're right when you say an open face sandwich has its health benefits. I, I just can't call it a sandwich. But what else do you call it? That's <laughs> when is the thing not the thing anymore? Um yeah, and then as far as sandwiches going back to as early as the first century, I'm I'm sure. I'm sure for as long as people have been making bread and cooking meat, they have been putting those two things together and you you know, using the bread as a sort of trencher uh for hot meat and then putting another piece of bread on top of it so you don't burn your little fingies on the hot meat. You just stick the hot meat between two lovely pieces of bread and just eat that down caveman style so yeah i'm sure sandwiches go back time immemorial to the dawn years um you know when neanderthals and denisovans and humans and homo florencia all were walking around this friggin planet together at the same time how wild is that that's friggin wild it's friggin' wild to me. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, talk about a side tangent. Thank you, Merck, for that. That was an awesome trifecta call. You have three rad points to bring up. I appreciate all of them. I appreciate you calling in. Uh, your show is rad when you have your daughter on there. It's adorable, and she sounds like she's going to make a fantastic Dungeon Master. So thank you for sharing that stuff. And, uh, yeah, let's keep the food truck rolling. Let's get into some more sandwich talk with her buddy, Joe Salvador. All right, Joey, uh, just making a call in here. I'm sorry that I missed the sandwich talk episode. Um, as soon as it came on, I was like, oh, man, I totally forgot to call in about this. But uh, my point wasn't made. And I, some of those guys made some interesting comments. Uh, sorry, I'm driving. Um you know, Spencer had some interesting sandwich history, and I think it was Johnny who uh, had a compelling argument about, like, the meat of the sandwich, and just having a shortened uh, shortened name for the hot dog sandwich. Uh, here's my take, and I'm, maybe I'm crazy, I don't know. Uh, I think that for something to be a sandwich... It's not the bun, it's not necessarily the bread. I mean, a hot dog has a bun, but it's not a sandwich, clearly. Uh, submarine sandwich has a bun, and it is a sandwich. Meatball sandwich, sausage sandwich, these are all sandwiches. Why? I think it's the way we hold them. Sandwich, top and bottom. Not a sandwich, left and right. Now this does not include any such things as wraps and burritos and tacos. Taco left and right, man, that's not a sandwich. Uh, you know, the wraps are something completely different. But I think a sandwich is held top and bottom, fingers and thumbs. All right, that's my take. Later. Okay, and I just thought of something else that throws another wrench in this whole convoluted situation, this, this cosmic question of our own reality. Sandwich reality. Uh, what about the hot roast beef sandwich or the hot turkey sandwich that's just two slices of bread with some turkey in it and turkey on top and smothered in gravy? It's called a sandwich, but you got to eat it with a knife and fork. Uh, these questions, man, I don't know, man. I don't know if there is an answer. 
All right. I'll see you. Yes, dude. Spencer had awesome history about the sandwich. We just heard more history about sandwiches from Merck. And then, as you pointed out, uh, Johnny with his epic, epic call. <laughs> so thank you for bringing that back up because that call was amazing. I might have to go listen to it again just because I loved it so much. Uh, so, yeah, really, really good points coming in there. The hot turkey and hot roast beef sandwiches. Those are basically just like a double open face sandwich, right? <laughs> that you have to eat with a knife and fork. So I love them. They're delicious. They're absolutely delicious, but nah, probably not a sandwich. Though they're called, you know, they're kind of like white chocolate. It's not chocolate. It's other stuff that they call white chocolate. There's no actual chocolate in white chocolate. So back to sandwiches. <laughs> Liar's chocolate, I call it. Devil's chocolate. Um, but, yeah, you, if you hold it with your hands on top and bottom, yeah, that, that for sure that's a sandwich. Though sometimes, depending on how the bread is cut for a meatball sub or a, or a submarine sandwich, you might have, if the bread, if the roll is cut like down the middle, you might you might have to hold it side to side instead of top and bottom. Maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, as a baseline definition, I like if it's, you know, toppings between two pieces of bread that you hold. Or if it's toppings on bread or in between bread that you hold with your hands top and bottom, then it's a sandwich. That's a good baseline, I think. I like that. I feel like that can work as a general definition, uh, which, yeah, that would make hamburgers a sandwich. So let's talk more about that. Hey, Joe, Jason here. Just want to say that I enjoyed your latest episode. Lots of great calls about sandwiches. And, yeah, I mean, you know, by admitting that hamburgers were kind of sandwich, now you're making it tough. So is it just the shape of the sandwich? If I take a hot dog, or maybe two hot dogs, and I put them between two pieces of bread, I get out my Wonder Bread or I get out my potato bread, and I put the hot dog in between two slices of bread, is it now is it a sandwich? You know, if I cut that hot dog, slice it in two, and then put it on the sand, put on those pieces of bread, and have I now made a sandwich, or is it still something different? Now, if I make a hot dog man, that's a different story, you know, because you're not going to eat that with bread. You're just going to have, you, you know, the mustard and ketchup is, is like the buttons and his belt and his face and stuff before you eat them. But that's a whole other topic. The hot dog man may be another story, but it's an amazing story that needs to be told. I, oh, man. I don't think I've ever made – like, as soon as you started talking, I imagined it. It takes a couple hot dogs. You cut them up with some toothpicks, some mustard and ketchup. Yeah, you. it's like a gingerbread man but a hot dog man. I absolutely love it. But to answer your questions, yes, if you cut up a hot dog and put it between two pieces of bread and eat it like a sandwich, it is a sandwich. It has become a sandwich. Um, and so – yeah, dude, I, I I don't know why it wouldn't be. I don't think the sandwich is limited to what you put 
in the bread. Uh, what about those pita sandwiches that you slice open in the middle and you fill up the pita? Woo-wee! <laughs> you would eat that top and bottom. Is that a sandwich? Mm, probably. <laughs> but a, a hamburger? For sure a hamburger's a sandwich. It's a hamburger sandwich. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> I love... Hot dog man. I want to hang out with hot dog man. Anyway, Jason, thank you for that call. Uh, yeah, dude, sandwich talk is awesome. Let's talk about some more sandwiches. One last sandwich related call, I'm pretty sure. Carl, the GMologist, he's got some thoughts on uh, on sandwiches, so let's get to it. I was going to talk more about sandwiches because I guess that was the gist of your last podcast. So, I did make an awesome sandwich. I know a lot of people be grossed out how I describe it, but I wanted to see what the big deal was with Elvis and his peanut butter and banana sandwiches. And I made a peanut butter and jelly, raspberry spread actually, and I added bananas to it and it was so damn good. It was really good. In fact, it was so good, I made a second one. So uh, I really enjoyed that. And then as far as sausage recipes go, man, Amy made this really cool... um, Italian sausage with cabbage dish that was kind of like, like the way she shredded the cabbage was kind of like spaghetti, you know how spaghetti squash goes, but it was like an Italian pasta dish, but with cabbage instead of, instead of uh, pasta. So I thought that was really cool. Maybe I'll have to get her to call in um, to tell you that recipe, but it was pretty neat. All right. I guess it's only food talk this time. Hey, Joe, Jason here. So the squirrel in the black sword hat, is it a gray squirrel or a black squirrel? You know, like those Toronto black squirrels? What kind of squirrel is it? I'm curious. As far as Pathfinder goes in the character sheet, is anybody using a weapon without those extra bonuses? Because if nobody's using a weapon without those extra bonuses, you could they could just go in there and change the buff. You know, like the bard song, mix a song, they could just change it and remove the damage off the song. So when they click that, they'll still get the bonus to hit, but it won't add the damage. And that way you're not doing an extra step at all. As long as somebody's only using weapons that have those pluses. I think Randor's attacks off those pluses. I don't know about everybody else. But just a thought. Hey Joe, this is Mark. I have a lazier, more inaccurate way of dealing with the, uh, the rolling modifier issue you were talking about. Um, instead of having to you know, track the extra rolls because you've taken it off of the character sheets or whatever, you could just add hit points to the monsters. I don't know how easy that is or not, but you could say how many, uh, how much average damage would everybody do extra based on the, uh, you know, the extra D10s or whatever that they're rolling, average that out per round. How many rounds do you want that monster to live, quote-unquote, and then just add hit points based on that? I don't know if that's too much work. That would be more like before you actually get into the session, but then you wouldn't have to try to remember to roll extra dice or subtract damage each time. But maybe that's simpler. 
Now, this technique certainly has its holes. Like if you are missing a player or two and you've calibrated the monsters for the entire party, they're going to be more challenging because they're not doing the average amount of damage each turn that you were expecting. So those monsters would probably take longer to kill. Uh, you definitely want player buy-in. But I guess I'm proposing this more as a way of getting you to think in a different direction, possibly, to solve the problem more than this is a good solution. <laughs> so, yeah, take it how you want to, and take care. Yeah, dude, you know, peanut butter, jelly, banana, that sounds pretty good. I, I, I'm not, I gotta admit, I don't really like bananas, which is weird. I like most fruits and vegetables, but there are a few that I don't like. But that sandwich sounds, that seems like a conduit for bananas that I could appreciate. Um, yeah, I don't think that sounds gross at all. And then, man, sausage and cabbage. Just that combination in whatever sort of presentation you're having sausage and cabbage in is awesome. It's a fantastic combination. I freaking love it. And that dish sounds delicious. Amy did send me a recipe for borscht uh, on Discord, which was super kind of her. Um, so maybe I'll have to hit her up for that sausage recipe, man. Because, yeah, dude, that sounds really good. I, I can't really... I don't really cook a whole lot with sausages because it... Or with cabbage, because it kind of messes with my roommate's stomach. But for the most part, I love it. <laughs> I fully freaking love it. Um, yeah, man. So thanks for that call. And thanks to all you guys for all the calls about sandwiches. Uh, that was some dope sausage talk. Now let's shift gears into gaming talk. So on my last episode, I mentioned that... The Roll20 sheet for Pathfinder, there's an issue there where if you have a weapon that gets bonus dice for damage because of its magical properties, those bonus dice should never be having bonuses from things like spells and abilities and feats and all that stuff. Those bonuses should never be added to the damage dice on your weapon from a magical weapon ability. And it's a problem, like I mentioned, because the numbers are getting high, so those damage, those extra damage that's getting added to those rolls of those bonus dice is getting high. So I put out a call. I got a couple responses, so let's see what folks have to say. Yo, yeah, so as far as the black sword, black sword hack goes... Uh, when I first rolled up that power for the skin changer where I could change into two animals, I was like, yeah, crow and wolf. I'll do something hard like a wolf, something edgy like a wolf. And then I was sitting there thinking, um, as the other guy sort of leveled up and the game got going, I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to go something edgy and cool like a wolf like it goes something awesome like a gray squirrel so yeah it's total gray squirrel just like the ones in my front yard i'm basically playing my front yard best friends <laughs> we'll see I, I i i imagine um 
being a crow will be more useful than being a squirrel, but you never know, man. <laughs> and then as far as the uh, the stuff with the character sheet goes, yeah, so that, that just goes to me being bad at explaining stuff. Everyone does get the bonus dice from the magical weapon properties, uh, so you couldn't just take away the bonuses from Nix's song, for example, because if you took away the bonuses from Nix's song, they wouldn't be added to the regular weapon. So say you have a weapon that does a D10, and then you're getting two extra D6 from your weapon being holy. Nix's song would give you the bonus on the D10, but not on the 2D6. So, yeah, it, it w we'll talk more about it. We'll get it figured out. And ultimately, it's not that big of a deal. Because here's an idea, Merck. Merck's got an idea, so let's see. Uh, let's let's hear what Merck's got to say because it's actually pretty interesting, man. So, Merck, take it away, dude. Thank you for that, Merck. That is a very very interesting idea, and I like it. Got me thinking in a whole different way, right? Like instead of instead of having the players have to do something. I could just do something in advance and just add hit points to it. Um, yeah, like you said, I could average out the damage. If I know their bonuses are, you know, around like plus eight that <clears throat> they shouldn't be getting, quote unquote, shouldn't be getting, um, then I could raise the, the creature's hit points by, you know, there are five characters. Um are there five characters? Three, four, five. Yes. <laughs> so, like, I could give it 40 extra hit points or something. Um, yeah. Anyway, I, I, I'd I have to think more about it. But I like, I like that idea. If it's, you know, that idea is more elegant than having to, you know, either subtract the number every time or roll the dice separately. And I want it. I want the solution to be more elegant, simpler, I should say. But, yeah, thank you for that, man. I really appreciate that. It's got my mind thinking in other directions, and that's what it's all about. That's why we talk to other people to get outside ideas, and that's awesome, man. So thank you. Uh, yeah, rad, dude. Let me, uh, let me get out of here. That seems reasonable. All right. Well, I I can't believe that I did it. I got to 500 episodes. And yeah, it's 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 an arbitrary number, but it's a cool arbitrary number. It's a nice round arbitrary number. Um and it's amazing, man. I don't there haven't been too many things that in my life that I've done 500 times. So the fact that I've put out 500 episodes uh that's that's something you know and I, I wouldn't have done it without all of you folks you know without you guys listening and calling in and supporting me and being rad uh, yeah I probably would have given up quite a while ago so I really want to say thank you to everybody out there listening I want to say a big thank you for the calls that appeared on my 500 episodes so thank you to Jason of Nerds RPG Variety Cast for 
always being a strong supporter and for being around since almost the beginning. Thank you to Anthony Runeslinger of Casting Shadows. Thank you for running Rad Call of Cthulhu games and having an amazing voice and awesome, awesome insights. Thank you to Carl, the Geomologist Presents, uh, for being such a good supporter and playing so many games and talking about so many games. Thank you to Joe of uh, Raven God Games for designing an amazing game and running a fantastic game. Reaver's coming soon, folks. The Kickstarter's coming soon. Get ready for it. You'll hear about it here. And thank you to Merc the Meek for just being a cool dude, a newcomer on the scene who fit right in, uh, who's doing awesome stuff over on his show, Merc the Meek. And it's just a genuinely nice fella, as far as I know. So thank you, dudes. You guys are fantastic. Thank you, everybody else who is out there listening, who has ever called into my show. Thank you so much. Uh, y'all are the best. And yeah, it's been it's been a crazy ride. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like that I hit 500 right around my birthday. That makes me happy. Um, it's just, yeah, it's, you know, I, I won't go on about what a great time of year it is, but it's a great time of year. God damn it. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to get ready to get, go to work because that's the thing that I also do other than just party and play games. I do have a job. <laughs> I promise. Um, so yeah, just again, thank you all so much. Y'all are amazing. Anyway, until next time, folks, take care of yourselves, take care of somebody else, and until next time, peace.